section one of the world's famous orations volume three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by phil Schampf. the world's famous orations volume three his sermon on all saints by saint bede about seventeen ten footnote translated by the rev john m neal abridged more than thirty editions of bede's writings have been published the one which appeared in eighteen forty three edited by dr j a giles and giving in complete form the original latin with translations of the historical work into english comprises twelve volumes End footnote. born about six seventy three died in seven thirty five surnamed the venerable ordained a deacon in his nineteenth year a priest in his thirtieth devoted his life to teaching and writing his ecclesiastical history of the english nation is his best-known work and one of much importance to early english history today beloved we celebrate in joy one solemnity the festival of all saints in whose companionship the heaven exults in whose guardianship the earth rejoices by whom triumphs the holy church is crowned whose confession as braver in its passion is also brighter in its honour because while the battle increased the glory of them that fought in it was also augmented and the triumph of martyrdom is adorned with the manifold kind of its torments because the more severe the pangs the more illustrious also were the rewards while our mother the catholic church was taught by her head jesus christ not to fear contumely affliction death and more and more strengthened not by resistance but by endurance inspired all that illustrious number who suffered imprisonment or torture with one and equal ardor to fight the battle for triumphal glory o truly blessed mother church so illuminated by the honor of divine condescension so adorned by the glorious blood of triumphant martyrs so decked with the inviolate confession of snow-white virginity among its flowers neither roses nor lilies are wanting endeavor now beloved each for yourselves in each kind of honor to obtain your own dignity crowns snow-white for chastity or purple for passion in those heavenly camps both peace and war have their own flowers wherewith the soldiers of christ are crowned for the ineffable and unbounded goodness of god has provided this also that the time for labor and for agony should not be extended not long not enduring but short and so to speak momentary that in this short and little life should be the pain and the labors that in the life which is eternal should be the crown and the reward of merits that the labors should quickly come to an end but the reward of endurance should remain without end that after the darkness of this world they should behold that most beautiful light and should receive a blessedness greater than the bitterness of all passions as the apostle beareth witness when he saith the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us with how joyous a breast the heavenly city receives those that return from flight how happily she meets them that bear the trophies of the conquered enemy and with triumphant men women also come 
who rose superior both to this world and to their sex doubling the glory of their welfare virgins with youths who surpassed their tender years by their virtues yet not they alone but the rest of the multitude of the faithful shall also enter the palace of that eternal court who in peaceful union have observed the heavenly commandments and have maintained the purity of the faith but above all these things is being associated with the companies of angels and archangels thrones and dominations principalities and powers and the enjoyment of the watches of all the celestial virtues to behold the squadron of the saints adorned with stars the patriarchs glittering with faith the prophets rejoicing in hope the apostles who in the twelve tribes of israel shall judge the whole world the martyrs decked with the purple diadems of victory the virgins also with their wreaths of beauty but of the king who is in the midst no words are able to speak that beauty that virtue that glory that magnificent that majesty surpasses every expression every sense of the human mind for it is greater than the glory of all saints but to attain to that ineffable sight and to be made radiant with the splendor of his countenance it were worth while to suffer torment every day it were worth while to endure hell itself for a season so that we might behold christ coming in glory and be joined to the number of the saints so is it not then well worth while to endure earthly sorrows that we may be partakers of such good and of such glory what beloved brethren will be the glory of the righteous what that great gladness of the saints when every face shall shine as the sun when the lord shall begin to count over in distinct orders his people and to receive them into the kingdom of his father and to render to each the rewards promised to their merits and to their works things heavenly for things earthly things eternal for things temporal a great reward for a little labor to introduce the saints to the vision of his father's glory and to make them sit down in heavenly places to the end that god may be all in all and to bestow on them that love him that eternity which he has promised to them that immortality for which he has redeemed them by the quickening of his own blood lastly to restore them to paradise and to open the kingdom of heaven by the faith and verity of his promise let us consider that paradise is our country as well as theirs and so we shall begin to reckon the patriarchs as our fathers why do we not then hasten and run that we may behold our country and salute our parents a great multitude of dear ones is there expecting us a vast and mighty crowd of parents brothers and children secure now of their own safety anxious yet for our salvation long that we may come to their right and embrace them to that joy which will be common to us and to them to that pleasure expected by our fellow-servants as well as ourselves to that full and perpetual felicity if it be a pleasure to go to them let us eagerly and covetously hasten on our way that we may soon be with them and soon be with christ that we may have him as our guide in this journey who is the author of salvation the prince of life the giver of gladness and who liveth and reigneth with god the father almighty and with the holy ghost end of section one